coming up in this episode. We caught a record number of loaded weapons at checkpoints last year. Uh, A little over 2,600 handguns were found, uh, many with uh, not just loaded, but with rounds in the chamber. In part one of our episode, Trouble in the Skies, TSA Administrator Peter Neffinger outlined serious problems at checkpoints with people trying to get into airports and on planes with weapons. And while the number grows of people either absentmindedly or intentionally trying to board planes with weapons, we asked Neffinger about a specific scenario. What are your agents trained to do if in the airport someone comes in they're discovered in a screening line with explosives on the body. From WTOP in Washington, D.C., this is Target USA. Got a very graphic situation. San Bernardino. Upwards of 14 people that are dead. We are now investigating these horrific acts as an act of terrorism. Paris. An attack on all of humanity. The Islamic State. I'm back, Obama. They want you to imagine them in the shadows as something greater than they are. Hostile nation states. They can't inflict mortal damage to the United States. Cyber criminals. Decryption successful. This is Target USA. America in the crosshairs. Whether it's anarchist, cyber criminals, nation states, or terrorist, America has a target on its back. And on this program, we investigate the threats, the people behind them, the agencies fighting them, and the impact on you. I'm J.J. Green, previously on Target USA. We've asked people to get to airports earlier. They're arriving earlier. And, uh, and we did not have enough lanes open when the, the surge of people arrived first thing in the morning. TSA Administrator Peter Neffinger explaining what happened at Chicago's O'Hare Airport on May 15th. And he told Target USA about plans moving forward to keep that from happening again. So we, uh, we, we, I sent a team in to immediately assess the way in which we were uh, conducting operations. They, they made a number of um, immediate adjustments to both the staffing allocation and the staffing assignments, the staffing start times. And uh, now we have seen, uh, even at, um, uh, on the busiest day uh, since then, that the, with the exception of the very first time in the morning when, when everybody's lined up waiting to get in, uh, we didn't see uh, a wait time exceed 30 minutes. But it is against the backdrop of concerns about long wait times inside American airports that another problem arises. And it's a very dangerous situation. We call it the scenario. And we'll get to that in just a moment. But first, in order to understand the pressure that TSA officials and screeners are under, you have to understand what happens in airports on a daily basis. All right, so we've got a cleaver. You know, it's about a 9, 10-inch cleaver that you would see perhaps, you know, in a kitchen. We've got a book that says uh, Ninja on the cover. It's a Ninja Warrior book, and somebody um, cleverly cut out a hole in the middle of the book and inserted two ninja throwing knives uh, to be clever, but we caught that as well. We've got a sword cane. The um, cane is right inside the uh, barrel of the uh, cane, so concealed in there. And we've got uh, some simple things. That's TSA spokesperson Lisa Farbstein at Reagan National Airport during a display of some of the weapons that have been seized at that and other airports in the Washington area. And this specific uh, laptop has been uh, altered and the battery pack 
has some explosives in it, so the uh, battery has uh, been taken out, the battery part, and replaced with plastic explosives. And the same with the cord. Uh, we've got a large cord that uh, has the battery pack for the laptop, and that also actually has explosives in it. You have what appear to be a number of guns oh, here. Absolutely. Uh, so I'm assuming some of them or most of them are real, but um, what's the thinking behind taking a gun uh, in carry-on and what's the rule? So every one of the guns actually that we have on display are replicas, very realistic replicas. Airsoft guns, we have starter pistols, um, pellet guns and the like. And fortunately, these are replicas because the police will take care of it if it's a real firearm. Um, we never want to see a replica or a realistic firearm at the checkpoint because what happens is uh, we have to stop that line, wait for the police to come, the police take it out of the x-ray machine, they make a determination if it was real or if it was a replica, they're going to confiscate it, and you can be cited or arrested. It all depends on the jurisdiction that you're flying you know, through. And when we sat down with TSA Administrator Peter Neffinger, he explained in detail how often this happens. We caught a record number of loaded weapons at checkpoints last year, uh, a little over 2,600 uh, handguns were found, uh, many with uh, not just loaded but with rounds in the chamber. Uh, that's a real problem. And every time you catch one of those, uh, it's such, it shuts a checkpoint down for a period of time as you wait for local law enforcement to come uh, take possession of the weapon and determine uh, whether there are any follow-on uh, ac actions that have to take place. Uh, and also, there's just a fair amount of just prohibited items, um, um, swords, knives. Um, we had a smoke grenade come through uh, a checkpoint. Uh, a live smoke grenade and, and all sorts of other types of prohibited items. Uh, we encourage people at all times to go to our website. There's a very straightforward listing of the things that you can and can't bring on board. Uh, we encourage everyone to check their carry-on bags uh, prior to arriving in an airport. If you're traveling, uh, please double check to make sure that you're not carrying anything you shouldn't. Every Every prohibited item that shows up at a, at a checkpoint uh, closes that checkpoint, as I said, for a period of time. So that's a real problem for us, and um, I would encourage people just to pay, pay close attention to it. One of the issues that's come up in talking to intelligence and security sources is perhaps this is a scenario where people are actually testing the system. Well, I don't know if that's the case or not. I'm, I'm pleased that we're finding these. Uh, I'm not pleased that we have the volume that we have coming through. Uh, but um, it, it goes back to uh, my earlier point about the, um, uh, the need for us to have improved following the Inspector General's uh, tests. Uh, we, we have gotten better. Uh, I believe that we are catching uh, much more uh, trying to come through the checkpoint. Uh, I hope people aren't trying to test the system. Uh, if they are, our job is to make sure that we, we don't let them be successful. And more specifically, I'm talking about terror groups. Well, we're always concerned about that. The whole, I mean, one of the, there are really three things that you hope um, that, the, that, the, that the security system can do for you. You want to deter people from trying to take it to get things through, and that's both the physical barrier that you provide as a checkpoint as well as some of the virtual things that we do and in, in through the intelligence community uh, background work that we do. You want to, so you want to deter, you want to detect uh, again, uh, there's a lot we do uh, through the intelligence community and our partnerships there to determine, uh, to detect bad actors. And then hopefully you want to disrupt something if, it, if in fact it's in, it's in process. So I don't know if we have any particular uh, groups um, specifically attempting to go. We don't have any credible uh, current threats um, specific to any airports in the U.S. Uh, but we know that uh, there are individuals and groups that have remained intent on attacking aviation as we've seen in other parts of the world. And our job is to deter, uh, detect, and disrupt uh, any attempt to do so here. 
Whether you're here in Washington, New York, Los Angeles, Dallas, Miami, any major or small city in the U.S. that has an airport, there is one big problem that security officials at every U.S. airport worries about, explosives inside the airport. That is a scenario that U.S. intelligence sources tell us they worry about night and day. And so we asked Neffinger about it. When you look at what you're facing this year with the long lines and the security issues, you've been trying to push your security further and further out from the airport so that you can obviously pick up and eliminate as many threats as possible. What are your agents trained to do if in the airport someone comes in, they're discovered in a screening line with explosives on the body? What, what are your agents trained to do? Without getting too much into specifics um, in, in the open, the fir first and foremost, we, we, in advance of, of any potential scenario like that, we, we, we have strong agreements with local law enforcement. So we work very closely with local law enforcement across the nation. So every airport has some version of a police force. Sometimes it's, a, it's, it's an adjunct to the local police department. Sometimes it's a separate police force. Sometimes it's a sheriff's department. But you'll have uniformed um, peace officers, law enforcement officers who we work with, and we train with them. We train with them for active shooter situations. We train with them for, for um, control of public areas, and we train with them for the eventuality of discovering something, uh, as you suggest. So first and foremost would be to, to immediately notify, and we have, uh, we have an ability to immediately notify notify law enforcement uh, to get a rapid response, and we train for this, and they would immediately no notify local law enforcement who would then, um, if in fact it were the scenario that you described, would, would take, would take um, measures to evacuate and to um, protect to the extent possible uh, the terminal. Mm -hmm. uh, what we hope is that we have enough intelligence um, uh, efforts in place as well as um, pre-arrival efforts in place to prevent that from and somebody from ever getting to the airport uh, with a with a device like that. Is there the possibility or even the capability to screen outside of the terminal? Well some screening outside the terminal is done not for passengers but for cargo, for catering, for other types of things that are coming in, uh, sometimes for personnel who are operating on the terminal grounds. Uh, there's been a, a, you may be referring to this idea that you, that you push a perimeter out a little bit farther. Uh, sort of like what they do in Israel. Well, Israel uh, puts, a, puts an actual physical fence up that, that you have to, you come through a checkpoint uh, before you can even drive into uh, the Ben Gurion airport. Uh, but then their screening still takes place, their passenger screening still takes place inside the airport itself. So I think the question is, is how do you create a security environment that, that reaches beyond some of the physical barriers. And, that's, and some of that's done with uh, intelligence. Some of that is done through local law enforcement. And they provide local law enforcement, for example, if you're out in LA, you'll note that they have um, uh, random and, and routine um, uh, stops uh, as you're approaching the airport. Uh, so they'll, they'll set up a, a roadblock and a, and a road stop, and they'll do random inspections of vehicles coming through. So again, to create an expectation uh, that you might be stopped and, and um, searched prior to coming in into the airport. The, uh, at some point, there's always an outside the perimeter. So, so the, the real key is to understand, is to get good intelligence on any kinds of thinking that might be directed towards any particular airport and then to keep a, a good solid awareness campaign amongst your the, all the various partners. There are a lot of people involved in the security of an airport, not just TSA. Mm -hmm. uh, our, our focus is truly around the passenger screening efforts and then the sterile and, um, and secure side of the airport 
uh, whether it's the badged employees or the um, or the or the people moving around on the sterile side of the passenger airport. Looking at Egypt Air, looking at Dallo, looking at Metrojet, and every other aviation incident that's taken place that has had some level of catastrophe involved, what's the number one thing you've learned in the last? three, six, nine months a year. One concrete thing that you've learned. That um, first, that, that terror groups are still intent on attacking aviation, uh, that you can never uh, let your guard down, that we have to maintain uh, what I still consider to be the best aviation security system in the world, and, um, and that we have to uh, uh, never take our eye off of that. Regardless of how well any aviation security force in the world prepares to react to a scenario involving a possible suicide bomber inside of an airport, many of the intelligence sources we spoke to say, after what happened in Brussels' Zaventem Airport, another attack like that is just a roll of the dice away. The only way to prevent it, they say, is to do explosives screening outside of the terminal. But is that realistic or even viable? considering the millions of airline passengers moving through 60 international and medium-sized airports and thousands of smaller airports inside the U.S. each day. It's clearly a problem with no easy answer. Coming up in our next episode... Execute. The family man has a secret. He's the pilot of a Predator drone. He heard the missile come in, and he looked right at me through the camera of the airplane. And after the kill... Now I have to figure out in 45 minutes how to transition back from I just killed a human being to that five-year-old's daddy again. He flew fighter jets, and for the last 10 years of his 20-year career, he commanded drones. He was the man that commanded the mission that killed American terrorist Anwar el -Alaki. Now he's gone from hunting terrorists to being hunted by them. Basically, Colonel, what you're saying is they have actually asked anyone out there who can to kill you, correct? Yes. I'm J.J. Green, and this is Target USA.